Today on the podcast, I am still going strong with all of my friends from my Costa Rica retreat. And today on the podcast, I have my dear friend and cyber son, Walter, and he is a spirituality, sexuality, confidence, psychedelics, and microdosing coach. And I am so excited to get into all of that today. So stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Walter, thank you so much for rounding out this Costa Rica retreat friend group that I have on the podcast this week. I'm so excited to have you here and talk about all the things you're doing. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. It's an honor to be with you right now. And uh, I'm always up for sharing my wisdom and uh, anything with love. So let's go. Let's do this. So one thing that I know when we were in Costa Rica that I think that you really made such an impression onto the entire group. There were a couple of things, but some of the big, huge takeaways that I left with because of you was this concept of surrendering. And I know when I talk to people that I coach, the majority of the time, it's because they are fighting the is, what is happening, right? They're fighting where they're at. And they're uncomfortable with it. And it's causing so much turmoil in their life. You and I were doing breathwork classes a while ago and you had your computer stolen. And that's a big deal. You know what I mean? You're this is what you do for a living. You're on the computer. You're on Zoom calls with people to, so to, or lost. So to have your computer lost is huge impact on your life. But you just kept saying, I just have to surrender to it. So like, can you talk to people listening today about this concept of why surrendering is so important? Mm, yeah, you touched, uh, of course, uh, one of my favorite topics. And uh, surrender has been a key part of my life. And it's been because me and I guess many other people might resonate. I've been always a control freak. I always want to control everything around me I want to control uh, let's say the outcomes and everything else but as you and me know like certain things there is no way we can control them if they, let's say there is this big intelligence or this god that is like pulling us towards certain things and we are not seeing the message like we're gonna get a clear message that we need, we need to realign once again so for me it's like I have no other choices than surrender because things will never go my way. Things will never go smooth. And then I can do nothing else than surrender. And uh, this is also in both sides when it happens things that I don't want and when it happens things that I do want. So let's touch base, let's say, on the things I don't want. Okay, so let's say my computer gets stolen or uh, I miss a flight or uh, there is some COVID requirements that I don't have. That's a divine sign. I'm pretty sure there is a divine sign that uh, at some point uh, my life is going to be redirected in the right direction. Even though like, I might not see this immediately, even though like, there is no proof of it, I just need to trust. Yeah. And that's what is surrender. Trusting that uh, everything is happening for a reason, everything is happening for us to realign. That's when things, when 
things that we don't like happen. But then I saw that actually also the opposite can happen, like things that uh, might surprise us, like things that we have an intuition, like, oh, I, I feel this pull to do this. So I feel this pull to do that. Or you meet someone seven times, like in a month. That's like, again, a sign. And that's another thing where I think we should surrender and explore that. Why am I meeting this person? Let's talk to them. Why am I seeing Bali like every five minutes? <laughs> you know, why am I seeing these numbers? That's right. another surrender. And that's kind of like, let's go with it. And then once you see these signs, you will know for sure that either you will be pulled towards those things or those things will come to you somehow. And so that's like still a, a balance of energy between the two. It's like surrendering mode. And of course, Meredith, sometimes I have a hard time to surrender myself. I can tell you. Yeah. But at the end, it's also all about another thing that I learned, which actually I learned it through monks and the Buddhist Buddhism in a... In, in Southeastern Asia, which is like non-reaction, learning to not react. So then if these, these kind of things happening in front of you and you master the skill of non-reaction, surrender will be much easier. Yeah. And it's so interesting as you're even talking about this concept, because so many people listening today will, you know, are, are self, you know, aware that that they are control freaks. Right. Because it's keeping in our mind, it keeps us safe. Yeah. If I can control everything, then I will be safe. My children will be safe. I will have security. Right. But when I look at the even the word control, to me, the frequency of the word control is this tightening. It's this very uncomfortable your muscles are are constricted you're you're holding your breath your shoulders are in your ear your stomach is clenched right so you can imagine the gi problems you know the gastro and you know stomach and intestines this tension in your shoulders migraines tmj there's like a whole physical thing that I'm seeing in my mind's eye that comes with the vibration of the word and concept of control. And then when we talk about the word surrender, the shoulders drop, the tongue relaxes, the mouth and jaw muscles relax. You tend to have, and I mean, if you look at even in psychology, the control is going to affect your bowel movements, so your large intestine, that all goes with IBS and constipation. Like all of this is so intertwined in the body. And when we surrender, it's literally the best word ever. I, I'm telling you, I got to get that tattoo somewhere, like literally. <laughs> ahead. But the way I've always said it is like trusting the is. What is happening? What is going on? And paying attention to that and allowing that surrender to the is, to the flow, to the stepping stones, like you were just talking about seeing something seven times, the person emailing you or calling you over and over again, you're like, okay, I got it. I'm good. I'm going to pay attention now for the love of God. But it's allowing yourself to go with the flow of the universe that is trying its damnedest for you to relax, enjoy life, and pay attention to the signs that are leading you to this forwardly motion that mm -hmm. you dreamed about or had an idea about when you were before you were born, when you were 10 years old, when you were 18 years old of this life. But you think that you know best of how to get there. And the universe is going, sweet Jesus, that's not the best way. I have such a better plan for you if you would just let me in. But we we try to stay safe. And like you said, shit's going to happen 
that is going to feel very out of control, that is going to make you uncomfortable, but you don't realize that that right turn is exactly what you needed to get to where it is that you want to go. Yeah. It's just the coolest thing ever. The other thing when you were just talking about the this idea of like control and being like almost like overly involved is sometimes you get so close to it that you can't pull back and see anymore because you're so caught up in your emotions of where it is that you truly wanted to go in the first place. You know what I mean? You you lose track of wait, I'm so focused on this one thing. I forgot what I want to do is way down the road down there, but I'm mm-hmm. so worried about about this this control piece. I mean, it's just, and it's hard. I, people that are used to being quote unquote control freaks and allowing themselves, but the word surrender to me is just, and people think, well, I, I don't want to surrender to bad things, but they're, like you said, you, they're not realizing that it's in the big picture, not a bad thing. It's actually mm-hmm. just a detour. Exactly. It's such yeah. it's such an amazing and I will tell you time and time again, coaching people that I talk to, it's the same. They're having anxiety about what's coming up. They're having depression of what was just happening. They're stressed mm-hmm. out because, you know, they're trying to control every little piece of their life, their family's life, their kids life. And they are not enjoying any of it because of this lack of or inability to surrender to it. So I just, I love that when you brought that to us in Costa Rica, I think every single person there really worked on that all week after you said it, it really became kind of a mantra of the entire group for that week. And I thought that was just so cool. And the Mm -hmm. other thing that I love that you brought to us is the idea of service Mm -hmm. and how service doesn't mean free. You don't have like people see service projects when you're growing up as a kid, like a lot of schools will do service projects, right? Where you're doing something for free. So especially in America, our idea of service is donating our time, giving things away for free. And what you shifted, I think, in all of us, again, was this idea that you can be of service in your career, Mm-hmm. And seeing your career as being of service to the world. And I love it because it changes the energy of the idea of having a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like when you talk about service and you start working with, because we're going to talk about some of the stuff that you have coming up and some of the projects you're working on. When you're working with a client, either in group coaching or one-on-one, or even coming up with a coaching program, and you think, hey, like, I want to be of service to the world, to the universe, to people, how does service kind of play into the way you create something? Mm, That's a great question. So, of course, as you know, like me and you, we are content creators, so we are so much in service with the content that we create anyway. So we are literally changing people's lives yeah. for free. That's happening. Like people watching one of your videos or one of my videos, one of Lata's videos, which are like doing amazing, by the way. That's, that's so much service anyway, and that's for free. However, like, of course, like we as content creators and we as coaches and as uh, people with this divine power like we want to make sure that 
we can invest back in ourselves. We can uh, invest in, in trainings. We can uh, be able to live uh, a free lifestyle so we can uh, better be in service. So then uh, for me, it's all about uh, understanding like what are the main challenges that I'm going through and I'm literally going to share everything that I can anyway. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, like, share just a little bit because I'm pretty sure that two or three months from now, I'm going to come up with a new thing. So it's, it's, it's never scarcity. It's always abundance. So I am always, like, uh, in, a, in a mission to heal myself, always in a mission of being the most authentic version of myself, in a, in a mission of uh, being of an impact into the world. And so I'm always doing something that help me reach that. So people have the privilege to spend time with me, to hang out with me, with someone who is fucking obsessed with that. And most people, they, they're not obsessed with that. There are things, other things going on. Maybe they have the family, maybe they have a nine to five, or maybe, I don't know, there is a, a illness that they have to take care of. Myself, I'm a fortunate person, and I'm literally like investing all my time in developing a, my body, mind, and soul. And then people have the privilege to spend time with me. And that's so much service. I'm already in service as I am practicing all of these things, as I'm going to the retreat, as I'm going to these ayahuasca experiences. And then I come back and literally everyone I meet, just me as the person that I am, I am already in service. Yeah. Because we are in fucking service with our presence, Meredith. Like people feel more calm as they're with us. They feel inspired. They feel like understood. I talk about surrender. I didn't ask, like, guys, give me 100 bucks each and I will tell you the secret of my life. I'm just going to talk about it. And then, of course, whoever want to go deeper and whoever wants to get involved with my work, then let's work together. I've got an amazing uh, program. But anyway, I'm in service, by the way, by sharing my energy and, of course, never forgetting to be in service for ourselves. So scheduling time to receive, you know? I, going- I love that going to the retreat, having a coach. That's so huge. And like when you're, when you're sitting there talking about it, I see like, it's so true. And I was just talking to my daughter, Skylar, about this. Like when you find something that you want to do in life and it's being of service to yourself, to others, and someone says, well, you just won $10 million. Do you want to quit? And I always look at that because and and say, I don't know how to quit because it's just who I am. What I do is literally who I am, but I just ensure that there's an energy exchange to it when I'm like, like you said, when you're actually in a program or when you're actually coaching. But like you said, when we're creating videos that are reaching millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people at a time, those videos are changing lives. I can't not make those videos. It is literally a part of who I am. And like you said, when you go through something, it is literally a catalyst that then you create content based on what you did to heal that or fix that or solve that problem. So as it comes in, 
you handle it, you pay attention to it. Holy shit, that worked for me. And now I'm going to deliver it to the masses. That literally happened, is happening right now as I'm paying attention to little health issues or whatever. I'm making content constantly on TikTok and Instagram that is, I know, helping people. People are already like, I'm going to go buy that book. I'm going to try doing this. I'm going to work on that. And I may never see them in a coaching um, class or even an appointment but I might, they might be like, okay, I like what she said there. I want more time with her or I want one-on-one time. And I tell people will say, well, you charge a lot. And I'm like, yes, but I also give it away for free constantly. It is constant. There's more information out there by way of podcast and social media that is free than anything else that I do during the day. And so you created this program that's coming up or that you're doing right now. And it's touch your inner self, finish that sentence. What is it called again? Yeah, that's it. Touch your inner self. Okay. And this is a six month coaching program that is one-on-one and group. Mm -hmm. And so describe what you're doing with this program and why I love even better why you came up with it. What was going on that you saw this need either in people or in you know places that you were going? Why did you come up with this and who would this program be perfect for? That's a, that's a great question. And uh, really, uh, I love uh, you asking me that because I think I asked me I asked myself twice this question because the, the why is the biggest part of why I do something. So I did, as you know, like I've been involved with self-development and, uh, and self-help, a lot of these kind of things since a long time. Okay. And, uh, and I could see myself like really mastering the mind, mastering the body. But for some reason, I was stuck there and I was eating like the ceiling and I couldn't go more than that because I wasn't able to access to my soul and my spirit. And so then I just went to a research and to, to went to this mission to understand what is the soul, what is the spirit, uh, what has to do with that. Instead of still talking about still discipline and habits and mindset, okay, I get it. But there's something more than that. And that's why like, uh, I created this program because I want to go beyond the body and mind and literally going through the, the unknown. And so my calling was that uh, I'm, I'm sure lots of people might be in a similar, part, in a similar path like me, stuck in this mind part, and I want to go beyond that. And so then here, of course, I'm going to bring up things that I never brought through my program, which is, of course, uh, the sexuality part, which uh, has been very transformative for my life, especially the BDSM has been like completely huge. And uh, of course, we can go and talk deeper about that. And then, uh, of course, uh, into that, we're going to go through all of the things that I've been learning through shamans in South America and uh, all of the things that I've been learning through monks in, uh, in Southeast Asia. Those are things that I never shared, but still things that uh, I want people to learn about. We're going to go deeper to the surrender because as I was telling you, yes, a surrender, like people they didn't, didn't feel like it was resonating with them. But now I find, understood, like, how this can hit them because it's all about surrendering and gui- being guided by by the divine and then and that's kind of like how i want to teach people to live and not to to have these goals from the logic well i would say logic is so important but we need to have the guidance first from god or from the divine then we get the logic part for example i'm get i'm getting this calling to go to bali and i will go to bali but then i need some logic about what day I need to book flights, I need to book Airbnb, whatever. So it's still, I still need some logic there. So that's pretty much what it's all about, the program. It's all about helping people to go 
and uh, go beyond the mind and go through uh, the soul part, through the manifestation and through the sexuality, through the, the psychedelics, through the confidence and through self-expression. Because at the end, where I, what I learned by it in life is like, what makes a difference in life is how you show up in, and who you are. And not who you pretend to be, but who you truly are. That's the only fucking way you can smashing it in life. Like not pretending to be a superstar or pretending to be strong or whatever. Like if you can really be in touch with who you are and express that, that's life. That's that's it. You don't have to worry about anything else. Like things will come to you once again. Either you will be pulled towards things that feel authentic to you or things will come to you because they will find it so attractive who the fuck you are. And so that's kind of what it's all about the program. It's all about going beyond that going beyond the mind and going through your soul and expressing that. I love that because I tell people all the time, when you keep stepping closer and closer and closer to your authentic self, the shit that is actually meant for you, the people, the experiences, the opportunities that are meant for you will show up faster because you are ready for them. If you're faking it and pretending to be something that you're not, these fake experiences, stuff that's not meant for you will show up because you're in alignment with a false sense of self. Mm. You can't get to you by not being you, Mm -mm. right? And so the, the 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 faster, I guess, or the truer to self you are every minute of the day, right? Doing, eating what is authentically you're being called to eat instead of grabbing chips or pretzels, right? Like, wait, I am actually wanting a piece of fruit right now. My body's actually calling for that. Or I need to go for a walk right now. Or I need to text someone and tell them that I love them. Or whatever the thing is that is authentically you, the universe will show up to you that much faster, that much more authentic because the universe is over there going, oh, they're ready for it. They, they're they in line with themselves finally. And so the more true you are to yourself, then these opportunities continue to show up for you because you're there. You're, mm-hmm. you're in it right? You're in the so- the secret sauce of being yourself. And also listening to that whisper, like you're saying, I keep getting called to Bali, that whisper. Am I going to listen or am I going to say that's stupid and poo-poo it, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the more in line you are with spirit, you can't ignore it, right? Like the whisper is so loud. It's just incessant. It shows up on every billboard, every phone call, like every TV commercial, whatever is going to be about Bali, right? And so when we listen to that whisper, the universe shows up with it for us more and more and more, knowing, knowing that we will listen, knowing that we are paying attention, knowing that we are in line with self and who we truly want to be. And so with your class, because I know how you are as far as you, you've got your mind and thoughts straight. You've got, you know, I've watched you working out constantly in Costa Rica and really in line with the food that you ingest and what you are doing with your body and opening your mind with psychedelics and psilocybin 
and you know now tapping into understanding that there is this god energy this universal energy source that mm-hmm. is the whisper yeah. right that is push that is what's pushing you and so to learn how to tap into all of these components mind body soul the trilogy if you will what we are made up of as we're able to tap into all three of these and understanding that they all work together if people are doing this with you in this coaching program they are going to get to where they want to go which is happiness and peace let's be honest right mm-hmm. it's it's what it's what we're all here wanting wanting is happiness peace surrender service we're going to get there that much faster because you're you're doing the work and then you're sharing it exactly you know yeah. i mean and and that's the thing people don't understand that when you put yourself out there as a coach you've read the 100 books you've been to the 50 different countries you've sat with the monks and the all the people that are teaching you and you're taking it back and going here's this program based on thousands of hours of research and this is what i say all the time and i know you are the same way i've done this myself Mm-hmm. This is something that actually works. I've done this with other people. And now I've figured out a way to package it, to bring it to you. So you don't have to go to Bali and Indonesia and Costa Rica and Honduras and all these places mm-hmm. and read thousands of books. I'm going to give you this kind of program to help you get there because I've I've sorted it out. And I think that that is so huge with what I think coaches are doing right now is they're cutting out all of that time and compressing it down to what actually works. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think is, is so freaking cool. Now I do want to talk about what you just said, BDSM. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know what that is, but so you have to tell me. I don't know what is BDSM. You said it's something to do with sexuality. Yes. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. what, did you say BDSM? Yeah. 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 And what is this regarding? Okay, great. So uh, I will uh, break the stigma about what this is because I'm pretty sure people in the audience will know. Okay. So I'm actually surprised you don't know. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a context. So BDSM stands for bondage, dominance, sadomasochism, and exactly yes. Okay. And uh, this is like one of the most interesting way that you can express sexuality. And let me tell you why. So basically, all of us, we've got all of this kinky part, this shadow parts of us that uh, we kind of like need to express somehow. And what we do is that if we don't express this consciously, we're going to express this unconsciously. And then we do that, we do it like, for example, controlling other people or feeling superior or dominating other people, let's say in the workplace or with friends or with, uh, with kids, if you are a dad or a mom. And so that's what we subconsciously do. However, if we go and go into practice and practice with in a, into a safe space, we are in a safe space with consent, with boundaries and communication with your partner and express all of these bondages, all of this uh, uh, domination, all of this role play and all of these games that you can play into sexuality. That's like a huge shift. First of all, in your confidence, you're going to feel so confident after that. The second thing is that you can give some play to your shadow, which is always there, but at least you can have fun. 
And then, of course, you know, it's this beautiful part that you can have fun in bed with your loved one instead of having the usual sex that people do. It's actually taking this to the next level, more fun and more entertaining and, and more of that. So what is the problem is that most people think that BDSM is like porn, but it's nothing like that. Because in porn, there is no communication, there is no boundaries, and there is no consent. People just go and fuck, while this is like pretty much like conscious sexuality, but with all of this play. And of course, it doesn't have to be violent, it doesn't have to be that dirty, but of course, can, of course can be playful. So my brain is exploding right now because of the <laughs> fact that I never, but I never looked at it as a part of a shadow that needs to be expressed. But this makes so much sense because when you watch movies or hear about exactly these CEOs, presidents of these big, huge corporations, and they show them being, you know, in this position of being dominated by a woman, right? And they want to be dominated sexually, right? It makes so much sense that there's something at play in their psyche in their shadow that they have to be in charge all the time at work in charge all the time at work then they come home and they have to be the leader of their household and they have to tell their kids mm -hmm. what to do and their wife's asking questions and they're like for the love of god i just want to surrender i just want someone to tell me what to do for once in my goddamn life mm -hmm. and so i'm going to play this out with you know a prostitute or a snm person and so holy shit walter I mm. never looked at it that this lives inside of us. And I'm literally sitting here going, wow. It, but even like if we take it and we just go like, let's look at this BDSM as a 1% in the bedroom. Like, let's say we're just toe in. Literally just asking your partner for pleasure, I think falls in line with this by saying and asking for what you want that is surrendering and being vulnerable with your partner. It doesn't have to go to whips and chains and bondage and all this other shit. It could literally be asking for exactly what you want and being vulnerable to that instead of thinking, holy shit, I hope all the women are listening right now because women... In a household, I tell women all the time, you are literally the head of your household. Your husband might think that he is. You might think that he is, but I promise you are. So we are constantly strong. Women are constantly, we wake up, we do the laundry, we change the sheets, right? And so to say in any way, shape, or form that I need something or I want you to do something this way because I need it flips all of that shit on its head because that is being super vulnerable for asking for something, let alone in the bedroom where you're already vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Damn it, Walter. This is good stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He says. So, do you work on coaching then? Because like we talked about spirituality, sexuality, confidence and psychedelics and microdosing. Yeah. So when you're working with somebody, is this a key component to your coaching 
by talking to people about that shadow, that dominating or being dominated and what someone needs and why can you see what someone needs when you're talking to them and then help them to explore that part of their life? Yes, absolutely. And this is like a huge part of the work. And if you could check out my Instagram, I already start to speak up about BDSM and people start to get interested and people's things start to get a bit viral. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be a big, it's a controversial thing, which of course, like we're talking about sexuality, but uh, there's lots of consciousness there. So I want to give you some examples. Okay. So for example, there are some women out there that of course women is technically supposed to be more feminine. However, because of some wounds or some negative experience in the past, they kind of created this uh, wall and they become like more masculine in relationships and dating. And then that means that they are more into their masculine. And so those are lady that needs to surrender more into the experiences instead of dominating the guy, instead of dominating the situation, controlling everything shit going to the BDSM and, and surrender to the experience. Of course, with the consent, with the communication and with the boundaries, you talk with your partner and you have a full list of things you want to experience. It's bandages, it's uh, uh, tidying up or like uh, pulling your hair or uh, biting or um, you can use like um, blindfold, whatever you want. So there's a full list of things, like literally from the easiest one to the most uh, crazy one. And then, of course, you go and, and, and play out with that. And then you will see that you will be more in touch with your feminine as you go through that, because you're surrendering as the feminine is all about. And then, of course, for example, uh, there are situations, again, women, mostly like CEOs, entrepreneurs, like all do, 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 B, 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 and then exactly as you said with the CEOs, guys, but then the women as well. So for the guys, they kind of like been sorting this out somehow because prostitution is more that more guys than ladies do yeah. for some reason. So they kind of figure it out. Of course, they need some guidance, but I think women, I think may resonate a little more with that because first they can connect with their partner more on a deeper level and more on an authentic level and say, look, I want this and I don't want that. I'm going to speak up. I don't want to have sex. I'm telling you, I don't want to have sex. And, and there is no need to be upset or taking it personally. And so showing up and speaking up in the relationships and on top of that, if you have some kinky desires or some, some, some things that you want to do, express this to your partner and, and see how you can uh, create it. I know women experiencing lots of healing through the BDSM because apparently lots of women have been experiencing a, a sexual assault or sexual abuse. And then, of course, once you can have this kind of experience, we can be very kinky, but lots of consents and, 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 uh, and communication. They're like, wow, I can actually experience all of it and actually want it. Amazing. I'm healing. Yeah. I'm healing all of these traumas because I'm let's say some guys, they've been learning this skill. And of course, they just think they use the women as a um, tool of masturbation. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah. That's it. That's what I see most of the times. While this is not the thing, there's another human being and the experience has to be like more creative, more uh, fulfilling, more a surrender. So that's kind of like what I stand for and uh, helping guys to to be more of a man and more holding better space for women in bed. And then the same thing, women uh, speaking up and uh, and being more, 
more more part of the sexual experience and then exploring a bit deeper these uh, sexuality parts that uh, I introduced. I love this conversation because I think that as, especially as women get older or have children become the wife, right? Sex changes so much where we're just like, well, I just don't want to do it. Like, I'm just not doing it. I do it if I have to. We mm-hmm. stop being active participants and almost become victims to having sex with our spouse. And I never really saw until this conversation sexual sexuality being a huge component of just spiritual, physical, emotional expression that it's going to come out somewhere. The mm-hmm. you that's in there that you are blocking by not having sex. The you that you're blocking by being complacent or being just a very benign participant in sex, that part of you is still playing itself out somewhere in your life is mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. It's going to come out. So we can either come out as a positive experience with your partner or yourself or yourself, right? Because you can still play out if you're not in a relationship, you can still play out this vulnerability and doing what you want and doing what you love in a, you know, like you said, in a a safe space with consenting situations. I just never thought about the idea that whatever it is that you are not acting out through sexuality is going to be acted out someplace else completely mind blown. Mm -hmm. That is humongous, especially for all the women out there and men out there that are exhausted, that are irritated, who have anxiety, depression, who are overworked, who are yelling at their kids 24 seven, who, you know, whatever, who are spending too much money, who are doing too many drugs or drinking too much. Yeah. All of these things can be a component of not being true to your sexual self and that mm-hmm. peace that lives inside of you. I think we literally just solved the world's problems today, Walter. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like uh, you just said it, like uh, a boss that starts to do BSM and experience this dominance in a safe place. Girl, he's not going to be a dick with their employees. Yeah. Or a father that's actually having a, an, an actual experience with a wife, with BDSM or whatever that we can call it. Then he's not going to seek to control their kids because you're already fulfilling this shadow with, with that experience. And what is even worse is that if you suppress it and you don't even uh, do it with your employees or with your kids, things can escalate even worse. And then when you become a dangerous human being, a dangerous human being is when he is suppressing whatever and at any point this person can blow up and literally kill someone or do really bad shit. And you know, that things like this happen easily. The thing that's upsetting, though, is like, especially in America, we see sex as such a tool, right? It is used as a tool by women to gain power. It is used as a tool that we withhold sex or, you know, like, oh, it's his birthday. You know, I'll have sex mm. with him today. It's something that we like, if you're a dick, I'm not going to give it to you. 
It's used as something of shame. I don't want my kids to find out or hear us. There's so many things that we surround a connotation around sex. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, shame, pride, raunchy, hooker, slutty, you know, fuck boy, all the things that we've attached to this concept of sexuality or sex that you get lost in it and you forget that you're in this human body. And actually, I'm working with a coach right now who was talking to me about just and I feel this is a Meredith thing. But like when you get into this concept of soul work and spirituality and you feel like you're this soul spiritual person, and I'm sure people in religion, I know people in religion do this a thousand percent. It's like you're be, you're supposed to become the sexually pious person, mm-hmm. right? That you're like, you're, you should have sex with your spouse, but it needs to be in a certain connotation and maybe not so much and maybe pretend like you really don't want it because then you're just giving into your human desires and that's so less than okay Mm -hmm. and this this person that's coaching me the spiritual gal that's coaching me she's like no you're a human being this is supposed to be a part of being a human you're allowed to be doing all of these things, you know, and, and and it's healthy and it's good. And I think that we have such connotation around that men take sex from women. Mm. And so when women have sex with men, it's because it's been taken or it's been given. It's never really kind of a coming together of these equal minds that are expressing human self right like it's kind of got i think the french do it right i think the french have a better concept of sexuality um i don't know why but i i'm just so completely freaked out right now by the idea that this is going to show itself in your life but it makes sense when you see you know like politicians going against gay people or gay rights or gay marriage And then you find out that they're gay Mm -hmm. four years later. And it's like that part of themselves that is gay has negatively expressed itself as self-hatred by way of being anti-gay marriage or anti. Mm. So they become anti to the public because they are anti in their own life against their own sexuality. So it makes sense that not just that is going to happen. It's happening in our own lives when we don't let that part of ourselves out. I can't even, this is like the freaking greatest thing I've ever talked about. (laughs) (laughs) And it's about to get better. So more things and more things will come up, but for sure, this is a a thing that I would like people to take awareness of. And uh, as you know, I don't think this is something for someone that is at the beginning of their journey. Yeah. It's for someone that's once again is like me going through the mind, eating the ceilings, thinking he's doing everything right. And then things like these come up, sexuality, spirituality, they're interconnected. And then, of course, the way you show up in bed is the way you show up in life. The way you penetrate your women is the way you penetrate life. So same thing, same gentleness, same uh, uh, presence. So 
that's kind of what's coming up for me. And that's why, like, now I'm speaking up and uh, educating people through this uh, specific subject. And, uh, and I see actually lots of positive results. And it's important to understand that it is nothing, has nothing to do with porn, has nothing to do with that performance thing. It has to do with uh, consent and communication and, and fun. It's play, you know, you're playing there at the end. Yeah. You, you can remove all of this pressure that, for example, guys have of performance. And you don't need to have that. It's just you're playing, you're communicating, you are having fun. This, that's, that's this is so good. This is so good. Everyone, like, and you said you're only taking two people per month mm-hmm. for your coaching pro- program. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you even want to kind of sort of touch base with Walter, get over to his Instagram messenger immediately and contact him because that's the best way to contact him. All his contact information also is going to be in the show notes. And I just want to touch this really quick. So on Instagram, your handle is guided by Walter. Mm-hmm. And then on TikTok, it's I am Walter. Say it. M-A-S-A-R-A. C-C-H-I-O, Masaracchio. Masiakaro, Masiakaro. I'm going to screw it up. And you're actually- You need like a lesson, like just to say my name. Just to say your name, I'm going to need coaching. And (laughs) you're actually coming to us from Italy right now. So Mm -hmm. you're there and then you're going to be heading off to Bali next. Is that where you're heading next? Actually, in two days, I'm going to co-host a Tantra retreat. Okay. Which, funny enough, I've been introduced to that because of BDSM. And so now I'm going to go and all space for people in that setting, like literally in two days. Then I will be back in Italy for a month. And then at the 29th of September, we'll fly into Bali and then fully surrendering uh, to this experience. I'm pretty sure uh, God is going to show me the path. But I think uh, the sexuality and Tantra is a path that for me is is pulling me. And so I'm I'm I'm, I'm surrendering. I love it so much. I, my daughter and I, Skylar, went to Bali and we absolutely loved it. And it's funny because I have actually been thinking a lot about Bali and going there again because it is just a surreal. I mean, you could literally just stay in your, you know, Airbnb the entire time that you're there. And just that's an experience in itself, let alone mm. traveling around the country and seeing all the rice fields and the hills and the people and, you know, the spirituality is just next level there. But I so appreciate you being here with me, Walter. You know, you're one of my favorite people on the entire planet. And it's just (laughs) so nice to connect with you again. We were doing breath work for a while and I know you have taken a break from that, but you literally did some life-changing stuff with um, myself. And I know Skylar also and some of my other friends when we were doing the breath work. So if you ever want to bring that back, we are all open to it. <laughs> Just so you know, because that is unbelievable. But I'm super excited about your touch your inner self. Also, um, Walter does micro dosing coaching. And so if you need any information with regard to that or want to work with him on that, contact him again um, on Instagram, guided by Walter. Just go ahead and message him over there. And he again, he has this very, very limited Um, Touch Your Inner Self six-month coaching program that he's doing. So make sure and check him out on Instagram, TikTok, and all the things. But thank you so much for being here today. I so appreciate you. Absolutely. My pleasure, Meredith. And, you know, I'm always here for you. So reach out to me. And uh, if I can help you and support you with everything I'm around, yeah, make sure you take the most out of uh, 
this conversation we had today. I love it so much. And I'm going to have you back and talking about Tantric and all the other stuff that you're doing. So be ready for another message of me hitting you up to do another podcast. I'm sure everyone's going to love this one. Sounds good. Thanks, Walter. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.